Hello everyone, so this will be more kind of a maybe serious episode, I know all of mine pretty much are, depending on what I'm talking about, but I know with the seasons changing, with the election, COVID, there's literally so much that is continuing to like to happen, and I know there's so much going on in the world right now that can be really stressful and I know for me these past couple months have been a roller coaster of emotions when it comes to my mental health and I think a lot of this time I thought I was doing better than I was and I've just been hitting some really low lows and while I'm there I realize all the signs that I should have been seeing that would have helped me not get to that point and so now I'm, I'm really aware and making sure you know I'm being vocal and staying connected other, with others, but I mean, especially this last week, I've I, I gotten to a pretty dark place, so, and I know, you know, talking with others that a lot of other people are having the same kind of issues and the same struggle, so I just want to keep speaking out about it and being vocal about what I'm experiencing, and then hopefully that motivates, you know, you guys to be talking with people and making sure you guys are doing okay. Um... Yeah, so my biggest thing is just not suffering in silence. And a lot of things that I've realized over this last week is, like, I just assume people understand, like, or already know, you know, how deep and, like, how dark of a place I am in. Like, my mental health just started going way downhill last week. And I was just, like, I just got, like, really, really depressed. And, like, I just, like, couldn't get out of it. And what I've been feeling lately is just, like these really high highs and then these really low lows and so it's like either I you know I haven't been able to get out of bed and which is something different for me because I'm usually pretty high functioning so that's like there's so many things I need to be getting done and so much stuff I want to be doing but I like physically can't get up I cannot find the motivation and again it's like I'm just losing so much interest in everything that I usually would love to be doing so it's just it's been very very hard for me um I just see yeah, I haven't been able to get up haven't wanted to do anything but then you know this morning after I finally woke up and got out of bed it's like either I can't do anything and can't get up or it's like I'm doing a thousand things and I have you know all this energy and I'm going 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 and so there's like two extremes and I haven't really been able to find that happy medium and I think both are just can be very very dangerous like today I just realize now it's like not so much it's like oh you know I'm going I got this energy it's like it's just very anxious energy and I was like constantly kind of like shaking and like kind of running myself ragged and what I used to do is be like oh man yeah I'm in these zones like let's get as much done as possible but then by the end of the day I'm just you know exhausted and then in a worse space than I was before and so it's really been about being like cognizant of of where I'm at and make sure I'm not overdoing it, even though I feel like, you know, I can get all this stuff done, it's great. It's just recognizing that my mental health is still in a bad place. It's just like on the opposite end of things. So it's just been hard for me to cope because it's like one or the other, but man, I I was in a really, really dark spot. And that's for me, like I was saying, I can be around all these people and just assume they understand that, you know, I'm I'm suffering so much. And then I, what happens to me is I get like, 
internally just so angry and bitter and just annoyed. I get very irritable and I'm just like, man, like, you know, expecting people to react or do this or that without having any idea. And so that's what, you know, towards the end of the last week is just being more vocal about what I'm going through and saying, hey, I'm having a rough time. And so just vocalizing that and letting people be on the same page at least just makes me feel better. If I just start talking about things, it makes it a lot lighter, you know, and I feel like if I need something, we're on the same page. And so I feel like people are better equipped to, you know, maybe help me if I need something. And so that's a a big thing for me is just be talking about it because more people are going through the same thing than you would realize. So again, I would just, just talk about it. Some of the kind of like transitioning into some of like the warning signs that if if you're kind of examining yourself or if you're examining like the friends around you, if you're wanting to check on, on them or just kind of keep an eye out. Some things if people are maybe really, really depressed or maybe contemplating suicide, the things they might be talking about is like feeling like they're a burden to others, which is something that happens to me. I, I feel that a lot, especially with my family. Because I'm still trying to figure out like what therapy, you know, I, like getting back into therapy again. Because I see like the benefits for me because there's a lot of things from my past I still need to work through. And I can't depend on my family to help me work through all of that. Um, they just don't have the proper tools to make sure I'm efficiently like getting through this trauma. But especially with my mom, I just feel like such a big burden all the time because I have all these dark emotions. I like I get into these really sad places and like that's not something you want to be talking to your, your mom about. And like I feel like I bring her so much sadness if I start talking about it. But I think we've had really good like healthy, effective conversations lately, which makes me feel a lot better. But man... You know each day again is like looks so different for me like today I'm like really really anxious like all day was freaking out about stuff but then like all last week I was just like depressed didn't want to do anything in a really low spot and so I always feel like a burden to her or to my sisters or to my friends because I keep thinking that it's just gonna go away and I've come to the point now where it's like it's just something I like continually have to live with and that's why personally I'm getting back on medication because I've done really good with like my self-care and stuff like that but there's only so much I can do by myself and so I'm hoping that will help me out a lot because each day has just been so hard over the last month and again I can't just keep relying on my mom or my sisters or you know friends to try and make sure you know and to help so I feel like but being a burden is you know a feeling that you might be feeling it's like you don't want to have these emotions and stuff you know, projected on other people. So that's kind of one warning sign. Um, one is feeling trapped, which I do feel that a lot. I don't really know where that stems from for me. I know I never felt like a lot of safety growing up. I didn't have any safe spaces or like, I was just kind of always in fight or flight mode. And so I think feeling trapped is just like, because when I was younger, I never, like, I don't know. I was just always kind of on edge. And, yeah, that's something we can dive into. But that's another feeling. Um, experiencing unbearable pain. 
having no reason to live. This is stuff people will be talking about. So people are saying that they're just in pain all the time. They feel like they have no reason to live or they flat out are talking about um, like killing themselves. So those are some things like if you're talking to a friend, family member or some like an acquaintance and they're saying stuff like this, these are some big signs that will let you know that, hey, maybe you should be checking in connecting them with certain resources and just making sure they're okay specific behaviors that might start happening is just increased use of alcohol or drugs and that's something that makes me a little nervous because just with the history of like my dad with him having uh, mental illnesses and him drinking as much as he does like I know in my podcast like in the past I talked about like I haven't drank over the last year because, like, at towards the end of high school and the beginning of college, like, I didn't drink a lot, but, like, when I did, I think it was very unhealthy, and, like, after, when I was in high school, I went, it was, like, a, like, party after one of the dances, and I drank a lot in a short period of time, so I ended up blacking out, and then ever since then, I haven't been able to drink anything but beer. But before that point, like, I just drank, like, any and everything. And I had a pretty high tolerance, so I thought I could just keep handling stuff like that. But ever since I blacked out, it's been a little different. But, like, the beginning of college, like, I could down 9, 10, 11 beers in such a short time and, like, not feel anything. And so, I don't know, it was just very unhealthy. And so I was like, I just need to get rid of it altogether because I didn't like how I did feel if I did start to feel something. But now I feel like I'm in a healthy place and, like, you know, people like wine. I personally like beer, so like I'll drink beer when I come home. But I fear, like for me too, like because I don't sleep, I have like a, like a lot of sleeping problems. Like if I do drink this one specific beer that I like, I do sleep very well. So I just I just don't want to get into a place where I have a, a negative relationship with it but that's like the behavior people are drinking a lot more or starting to use drugs if there's like this reckless behavior that you're noticing and they're not really caring too much and just doing stuff that might cause them a lot of harm Um, withdrawal from activities that happens to me a lot or isolating from friends and family sometimes the last thing I want to do like I just like physically mentally emotionally can't be around people and I can't socialize so isolating and there's like a couple instances like last year and like this year is the first time like I've just like can't bear being around people this last week I was like I just can't do it and withdrawing from activities which I knew it I was in like really like hard place because I was withdrawing from a lot of things and like just couldn't do it um sleeping too much or too little I mean I don't sleep at night but I know over the last week or so I just, like, couldn't get out of bed, and there were, like, two specific days where I just slept the entire day, and I was, like, really confused. I was, like, I don't understand how I'm still so tired, and so there were some days where I actually genuinely felt tired, and then there were some days where it's just, like, like, I go to sleep to avoid things, and it's just, like, an easy escape for me, so if people are, like, their sleep schedule's looking kind of different, um, behaviors that really be watching out for is if, People are, you know, visiting or calling to say goodbye. That's one big, big warning sign you should be kind of on the lookout for. Is that people are like 
giving away these, you know, special possessions of theirs to you, if they're saying goodbye, kind of visiting you out of the blue, or you just kind of notice these different behaviors, that's a definite warning sign that you should be checking in on them, and just aggression. Aggression's kind of another big sign if they're kind of more aggravated and angry and irritable. Again, different moods if someone might be suicidal or you're thinking someone might be suicidal is, you know, they have depression, they have a loss of interest, um, back to that aggression where they just have all this rage, they're very irritable, they get this sense of, like, humiliation, they get embarrassed really easy, and anxiety. So you have depression, anxiety, they're withdrawing from things, they're isolating, they're getting very angry, they're very irritable, those are some signs to be looking out for. And how ways you can help so if you think someone you know is suicidal and you've noticed these different warning signs that I kind of talked about and kind of dove a little deeper in um, telling you about like what it looks like for me a little bit um, there are like five big things that you can do one being just asking if they are thinking about killing themselves and you saying that and asking that question to them directly is not going to make them think oh I wasn't before but maybe now I will if someone like if you were to ask your friend that or if you're feeling suicidal and they were to ask you that I just think that's a big sign that they like are genuinely care for you and they you know like want to check in on you and I just think you asking that straight away and then you know they can be open and honest with you and you can get the help they need or you know, if they don't give you the, you know, specific answer right away, at least they know someone's looking out for them, and maybe, you know, that's all that person needs to be like, okay, and maybe find the help they need. That's kind of like a bad explanation of someone, you know, you asking that question, but I definitely say just be out and open, um, and, you know, that could, that could really help someone. I'm keeping them safe, so asking if they have a plan, and removing, um, like disposing of like different lethal weapons that they might use if they are you know thinking or having suicidal thoughts so we have ask keep them safe the third one would be just be there listen carefully and learn about what the individual is thinking and feeling they really just need someone there to be listening and kind of validating how they're feeling four is helping them connect so just figuring out what resources are available for them because you have the specific like call line like the national um, resources that someone can use and then figuring out like locally you know where your friend or yourself can go um, to connect and to find the help they need and to stay connected after the fact so following up and staying in touch so if someone's reaching out and you notice that they have all these warning signs and either you know you guys find help and you find the resources or they didn't you know flat out any, all I'm saying is just stay connected. So no matter what the situation looks like after you're talking with that friend or you're, you know, working on yourself, just following up and making sure they're okay. Especially if you're talking to someone and they're sharing a lot of deep information with you and they're really struggling. I would recommend not just falling off, just following up gradually and just checking in with them to just keep letting them know that you care. 10 things that you can do for your mental health to help would be one would be to exercise a big thing for me that I always like to do and I've talked about this before is like I can't really 
do too much because of my back but I do like to walk and I have started running again and it really just makes me feel good to be out and moving and I really like being outside and I've been lucky enough where the weather's back and warm again so I can still be doing that but there are so many like beneficial things that come from just like being outside being in the sun moving your body so that's something that can really make you feel good and be beneficial getting adequate adequate sleep and I'm very open about how I don't really get sleep at all so this is something I'm still trying to figure out how I'm going to work on that and maintain a good sleep schedule some tips with that is just being consistent having a consistent schedule setting your room to a temperature that's nice, limiting distractions and technology, which for me, I'm always working on something. So I think limiting that might help me a bit. Um, No caffeine after three. And yeah, just really focusing on that because not getting the right amount of sleep can really take a toll on you. Being kind to yourself, really practicing that positive self-talk, expressing gratitude, how you think about yourself, really starts affecting how you feel and I know this last couple weeks and just in general I I I don't have a lot of grace with myself and that's something I really want to work on and I don't hype myself up enough I'm always checking on everybody else and making sure they're feeling good and loved and hyped up but I don't do the same for me so I think that's something that could really really help me personally another thing you can do is really be mindful be present in the moment slow down which is big for me, like literally, again, I'm either I can't do anything or I'm doing a thousand things and then it really catches up to me. So I just want to prioritize my time and like what needs to get done, I can get it done and then take time for myself and really just making sure I'm doing stuff that makes me happy because really life's too short. This world's kind of, you know, different every day. So I just want to be focusing on things that make me happy. Surrounding yourself with good people, Um, making sure your friends, family, significant other is someone that, you know, makes you feel good and supports you, um, and seeking activities that you enjoy, like I was saying, like just surrounding yourself with people that, that make you happy, that are a good support system. Nourishing your body is another way that you can kind of, um, help your, your mental health. For me, like I've said before, I love carbohydrates, I love pasta, all that stuff. And I really, you know, living on my own officially, I've really been trying to like make sure I'm incorporating like vegetables and good proteins and stuff like that. So that can be really important and that's something I'm really working on. And drinking plenty of water is like something easy and I feel like I struggle with that still. I feel like that's such an easy thing to struggle with. But also, like, if you can get in a good habit of making sure you're staying hydrated, that can help and change the game so much for you. So really drinking a lot of water, eating your fruits and vegetables, and divvying it up so you have those carbohydrates, but then having that protein and healthy fats. Opening up to someone, kind of like rounding back to what I was saying earlier, not suffering in silence, like... Finding a trusted friend or family member to talk to and open up to. Some people, you know, therapy isn't isn't the go-to and isn't very helpful. For me, it is just because there's just so much stuff that I had to work through with my past and past trauma. But 
it's not for everybody, but it's like a good and biased like opinion and someone that's trained to help me work through these different things I'm dealing with. But really just finding a friend or someone just to kind of vent to and just just talk to. Because more times than not, they might be able to relate to you. They might be able to help you in ways that you, you never thought. And really just talking to them in general is going to help. Just not keeping it inside. Another thing that can help is doing something for someone else. Like volunteering. Donating things. That's what I really like to do. I like being like volunteer coaches. I like working with um, the youth. And just being a good role model and example that I wish I had when I was younger. And that just, you know, helps me keep things in perspective. And in a way, too, if you're out there volunteering and donating, you're reducing isolation. You're staying around people, but you kind of, you feel good and and you start kind of helps you be a little more positive. Um, Another one would be taking a break. Stress can be good, but also it can be really harmful, especially when it comes to school and if you have a lot on your plate. Like for me, having the amount of jobs that I do, but also trying to maintain like a high GPA and, you know, balancing this and that. Like, I definitely feel like this year I've been taking a lot more breaks, make sure I'm okay. And really just prioritizing your time, cutting back, making your mental health a priority, which is something I'll say over and over again. I just feel like you need to come first and you need to make sure you're doing okay. And number 10 would be avoiding drugs, alcohol, tobacco. Like I was saying earlier, I feel like just with the history with like my dad and I know how low I can get sometimes and alcohol and I have a tricky, you know, past with that. That's something that, you know, I have to be overly aware with and make sure I'm not drinking alcohol or doing anything for the bad reason, like the wrong reasons, but definitely avoiding drugs, alcohol, tobacco. I think unless you're in like a really good healthy place, I think it's best just to kind of cut that stuff out altogether just to stay safe. Especially if you're taking medications. I think once I I start my new medication, I might definitely cut back altogether just depending on how those things interact. But it can definitely worsen symptoms or um, trigger symptoms if you're taking certain drugs, drinking alcohol, doing tobacco. And it can mask problems, making it harder to get help. I just feel like drugs, alcohol, tobacco can really make things really pretty tricky. But yeah, I just, I know lately I've been having a hard time and you have like, you know, depression that might stem from COVID, you have your regular depression, you have seasonal depression. I mean, there's, there's just a lot, I feel like on everyone's plate. And so keeping that bottled inside can be very, very dangerous. So I just, I just stress speaking out, talking to somebody doing something that makes you happy, finding a hobby. Just, I just want you to enjoy life and make the most of it. I know sometimes that is easier said than done, but I think really if you are struggling right now, talking to someone is, is gonna be beneficial. Anybody, write down, do something. Just don't keep it inside because it's not gonna do you good at all. But I know life can be really, really scary and it can be really hard and your emotions can be really scary and dark and sad and I just want you to know I see you your feelings are so valid you are so valid and I just I hope you you get the help you need and I just I hope you're doing okay right now all in all 
but yeah don't suffer in silence reach out to somebody we talked about those warnings that either you might be feeling them so you need to make sure you're reaching out and get the help you need or you know a friend that might be kind of feeling those things or acting those certain ways so just being aware of that making sure you're reaching out staying in touch kind of helping them get the help they need remember to ask keep them safe be there help them connect and stay connected afterwards and then just find out what works best for you um when it comes to like helping your mental health so you have exercise sleep being kind to yourself being mindful surrounding with good people balancing that diet opening up doing something for someone taking a break avoiding certain things so i don't know i hope this helped and thanks for listening